This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine. But they don't belong in the newsroom. It is anchor man, not anchor lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. This is pretty interesting. New research finds that conservative parents seem to be raising mentally healthier kids. That's according to a new Gallup survey. It found that parents' political beliefs play a significant role in mental well-being of teenagers. According to Gallup, 55% of adolescents with liberal parents report good or excellent mental health compared to 77% of those with conservative or very conservative parents. The study's author writes conservative parents are more likely to adopt an authoritative parenting style characterized by both warmth and a high level of discipline. We talked a little bit about this story last week and didn't get around to, Friday was kind of a crazy day, didn't get around to actually playing that sound clip from Carly Shimkus and I wanted to I wanted to dive a little bit deeper. I think did you talk about it mm-hmm. in in a Wiggins America? Maybe I think. on Thursday or something. Mm-hmm. But the idea that conservative parents raise more mentally healthy children. Any okay, Brad, you work with kids. You're a youth pastor, and so as an objective person observing, give yes. us names of children and parents <laughs> who are good parents and bad parents. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, Buckle up. But I mean. Being married to a public school teacher, uh-huh. the stories that I hear from my husband about struggling kids, and then immediately what I want to know is, what is their home life like? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say, well, they're Republicans. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's never it. But I can't help but notice the consistency of policies that exist because of Democrat control that consistently contribute to the problems that kids are experiencing growing up. Now, 
Well, for, okay. Before I get into this next point, I want to ask you conservative principles that help raise more mentally healthy children, conservative parents. I don't know that that's Republican. I think conservative is different. And I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts on why that might be the case as somebody who does work with youth and does so in an objective fashion. Yeah. So generally what I would say is when I think of a conservative parent, I think of a parent that sets boundaries. And I think that setting boundaries is very important for the mental health and mental stability of a child because what while the boundaries keep you in at the same time, it's an it, there's a mode of safety and comfort that comes with that for those children because it also keeps the bad out. You see those as like walls around your city. And that's why kids want to find the the uh, boundaries. They want to know that, A, there are boundaries there because if there's boundaries there, that's going to keep the world out. That means that my parents are paying attention. They know what's going on. It's going to keep me safe. Having that peace of mind is really going to aid a child in not developing things like anxiety or stuff like that. Uh, the other thing that it does is it builds structure into the life of these children. And, and that structure allows the child to not have to become an adult all at once and provide for themselves. It allows to do that in manageable steps and 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 stages of their life. They're allowed to develop naturally rather than unnaturally thrown into adult situations. Like at no point should should a uh, child have to deal with raising themselves in the sense that, okay, you're five, but you got to fend for yourself for dinner. Yeah. That's, you know, it's stuff like that. And I'm not saying that is necessarily a liberal policy, but a more liberal parent will be more hands off on their child. And it's like, it's more what you want to do, what they think will make the child happy rather than what's best for the child. I, um, the first part of what you said, I think is so important, which is the structure. And I was, I was trying to pull up. <laughs> I was trying to pull up on my personal Facebook account. I'm a member of this group called, like, Parents Raising Children in a Technological World or something like that. And every single day, post after post after post after post is about parents who, it's parenting in a tech world. (laughs) So I'm not going to, I'll just say, this is what the post says. I'm not going to name the person. Well, it looks like my 14-year-old decided to install two calculator apps. So this is how this works. People um, post what their experience is, and then they look for advice. So it's a good parenting community, and I like seeing what other people are experiencing to apply my, it, it broadens my understanding of what the world is doing out there. Looks like my 14-year-old decided to install two calculator apps, one to hide apps and one to hide pics. So you've talked before, Brad. There's a Bible app? Yeah. version is the name of the Bible app. And, and what are kids doing? Oh, how did they do this? They were going they were going into the the notes sections and there's almost like a a blog section in there posting prayer requests and stuff like that, but rather than doing that, bad stuff. Bad stuff is getting posted in there and they're being and being posted and they're being addressed by people with bad intentions as well. It's a workaround for communication yep. that no parent would look right there. And, and, and it's not like like it's like right there on the surface. You have to dig a little bit and go through a couple steps to you do it. You have to know. And, and like that's what was happening is, is irritating. It was frustrating to me to find out about that. But Well, it looks like my 14-year-old decided to install two calculator apps, one to hide apps and one to hide pics. 
I got the notica- notification on Family Link letting me know. So I blocked them. He texted me from school asking why I removed his calculator. I said, I didn't. You installed two calculator apps to hide things. I blocked those. Your regular calculator works perfectly fine. And then they say, so I know if your child has downloaded these calculator apps and you find out, how did you handle it? Did your child push back? If they did, what did you say? I imagine my child going to start with the whole trust thing and not how I have too much control over his phone. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so you, you, your child has a phone. I assume that you set up some conversation to begin with. This phone is a privilege. These are the things you can do on it. These are the things you can't do on it. When your child takes action to deceive you, I I just don't understand how there's any conversation that exists past that. Now, I don't know if this person, this has nothing to do with whether this parent is a conservative or not. That's neither here nor there in, in, in this capacity. But every day, all day, people are discussing what am I what what do I say to my child if they question whether or not I trust them? I'm gonna be like, I don't trust you an inch. Give me the damn phone. You're not gonna use it ever again. And it's gonna be very <laughs> uh, definitive from the very beginning. And then maybe there will be a conversation about earning it back when you earn my trust back. But there is such an upside down that exists in our culture today about relationship between parents and children and the understanding of authority. Children forever have questioned authority, but the idea that authority still exists and that questioning authority comes with consequences, especially in the home, if, you're, if your idea as a parent and, and your motivation as a parent is always to protect that child, it just blows my mind that there is even a conversation about what you would do after your child installs two things that are intended to deceive you and then they question your trust in them. This is not specific to this individual. This is, I think, maybe the majority of parent-child relationships that exist right now. And the idea that we find out here that conservative uh, parents raise, or children raised by conservative parents are more mentally healthy than those who aren't in the sense, like what Brad pointed out, that conservative parents are much more likely to establish very definitive and enforce boundaries. I, I, we're losing a generation of kids right now because we're not willing to teach them about the world. We want to be their friends and then they're still going to meet the world and the world is going to devour them. Yeah. What this poll, I think it was from Gallup and the, International Family Institute or something like that, but uh, originated with Gallup, as far as I remember. What they were finding to me was not necessarily politics. They were finding that there is a political association with a worldview. And the worldview is, with conservatives, there is a right and wrong that exists outside of me and outside of my child, and I'm going to try to raise my child according to that objective right and wrong. And I may not do it perfectly, but that it exists outside of me. The liberal worldview that I think they're finding here is that there really is no right, a particular right and wrong. It's more what exists within you as a person. And so if you as a person, even being a child, decide that something is right and wrong, who am I to tell you that that's wrong or right for that matter? And so it does, as Brad was saying, it, it creates a situation where not only do you not enforce boundaries, you're not even really sure what the boundaries are to enforce. 
So it creates a situation, again, with a child that they want that. They, they need, they're learning what boundaries are. I mean, even as adults, we need some of that. If you don't have any boundaries outside of what you feel in any given moment, you're going to be unhappy and you're going to be less mentally healthy. You're going to be anxious. Yes, yes. Especially for kids. It's, it's magnified in kids. I think that as what I would refer to as an elder millennial or some people will refer to it as a centennial, we are a generation of people who grew up without the Internet. And the Internet was bestowed upon us in middle school, high school. But, Ryan, when the Internet came into our lives, it was almost like a hobby. It, it was like, oh, I have the Internet. What do I do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where do I go? Do you email people? Well, my, no, like not everybody had email addresses. I remember logging on to AOL.com and being like, what now? Yeah, it was like here I am. Yeah, it was like AI. People, I mean, it's moving faster, but AI now people are going. Well, this is the wave of the future. How do we use it? Yeah. At that time, it was internet's going to be the future. How do we use it? World domination. Yeah. Uh, Leah, you've probably understood your entire life as an internet existence. Am I correct in that? Yeah. Uh, my my parents were pretty strict on, uh, like. Letting me on the internet and phone stuff. So yes, I grew up with the internet, but it you was... don't you don't know what it's like for the internet not to exist, though. Correct. Okay. Do you? I mean, it's just impossible to like for Leah's experience and our experience because you're in your mid twenties mm -hmm. and we are uh, in our forties and sixties with Ryan. We have a completely different understanding of. Life, because we we actually lived meaningful time outside of the internet. How was it presented to you when you were growing up about like the dangers of of that? And you said your parents were strict, so they had boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Um, I didn't really know much about the dangers. My I like they weren't talking about the dangers. My parents were just strict. I mean, not mm -hmm. like. I see you're strict and that they weren't that strict. I but <laughs> I, I I I appreciate I yeah, I appreciate yeah. Your, how you parent your child like children. I think it's great. Um I mean they weren't that strict, but um I guess I didn't know much about the dangers. I just they told it was me probably because no and I just had to be okay with it. Did you feel did you have that natural reaction of that's not fair. All my friends yes. are doing this. Yeah. And would you would, would you guys argue about it from time to time? Maybe. Um, but <laughs> the way my dad is, there's no point in arguing. <laughs> You're going to lose real fast. Amen to that, though. It's Yeah. I mean, that's the way it is. And, and any parent has to understand that you have the lived experience. You know what the other side is. So, like, Leah, you didn't under, you said you didn't know what the dangers are. Your parents knew what the dangers were. Mm -hmm. And I would assume, too, that if you're like 16 years ago, the Internet was a different place than it is now. So throughout the course of your growing up, things have rapidly changed. I mean, they're so rapidly changing. Kids are sharing inappropriate mm -hmm. things in Bible apps right yeah. now. Um, that might not have been happening when you were a child. Maybe it was. The idea that you are going to have, like what Ryan was saying, first of all, you have to have principles. You have to have a basic understanding of right and wrong. Many conservative families will get that understanding of right and wrong 
from some element of faith in something. Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be Christianity, but for a lot of people it is. You have right and you have wrong. And it's delineated pretty specifically. But you don't have to have faith to understand that this is right and this is wrong. But you have to apply yourself to the understanding that right and wrong does exist. And then you have to rear your children in a way that is rooted in wanting them to grow into good human beings who will not be consumed by the world, who wants to turn them into to blind consumers who are self-obsessed. Because if you're self-obsessed, you're always going to be aggressively pursuing the next thing to make yourself better, which means you'll pay for it. That's what the world is trying to do. Vanity is the most profitable element of selfishness that can turn your children into immediate consumers. And then they got you. You have to understand that your worth comes from something outside of yourself in order to ever feel like you're worthwhile. Otherwise, you're in a constant pursuit of self-betterment that is unfulfillable. And that's what that's what they want. That's what the capital T, I don't like talking about the capital T, they. But a godless, selfless or selfish society is out there to make sure that you are never satisfied because then you'll always have to consume. And if you always have to consume, you enrich those people who will always come up with something new to sell you. And I, I do feel like the, the values and fundamentals that go along with being conservative are a good shield from that. That doesn't mean that all conservative parents are good parents. And that doesn't mean that all good parents are conservatives. But according to this study, the parallel there is a strong one. It's a measurable one. They'd be interested to hear what you all have to think about this. The YouTube live chat poll today is should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter or X? You got three options. Yes, no, or who's Alex Jones? We need to know what you think about this. We'll get to some of the comments here that you guys have been leaving on the channel. Eric says chose yes for Alex Jones. If Adam Schiff can lie all over the interwebs, then why shouldn't Alex Jones be allowed to? <laughs> Rick says, I think we have to allow free speech to all and access to all public forums to all. I don't have to listen to any of them, however. Mark said, as much as I think Alex Jones is a quack, he has every right to be on any platform he wishes. And Craig said, if Jones is back on Twitter is a win for free speech, does that mean incitement should be protected speech? I don't know. I don't know what that means. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll get some more of your thoughts when we come back. Leave your comments and your votes in the Andy Fry YouTube channel. Back in a minute. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. How much of your Christmas shopping, what percentage of your Christmas shopping done in your household are you, Ryan? 90. Nice. Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, How much of that did you do? 50 of the 90. Wow. So Very equitable. 45. We we believe in uh, equity in our house. And so whenever I buy a gift, my wife buys a gift. And that sounds like a joke, but it kind of (laughs) isn't. You totally would do that. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more, oh, I just bought something and her going, oh, well, then I have to buy something. You mean it's, for each other? No, no, for the kids mainly. Uh, maybe a little bit with our in-laws, although I, could, I think we lean into if it's your side of the family, you're buying more and vice versa. Leah, how much Christmas shopping do you still have left to do? Well, a lot, because mostly because I keep going like online to shop for other people and I end up buying more for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so... Do you need a list from me? Oh, stop it. For you? No, yeah. you don't have to get us gifts. <laughs> I'm no, I'm I'm just trying to be helpful here. I'm not trying to imply that you need to get me something. You but. just asked if she would like a list to buy things for you. I mean, it, I wanted to I wanted to grease the wheels a little bit just in case. You're not making this better for you. <laughs> What's one thing you would like? I'll tell you what. I would really like a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not sure I can a do machine that. Machine gun. <laughs> Maybe a little toy one. Um, no, I. I, I used to shoot Ryan with Nerf darts in the show. Yeah, she did. That's when amazing. he would derail the show. Not only that, she would do it while I was office. reading lives. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's done that within the last couple away? months. That's a great question. I know what I would like. Yeah. <laughs> a Nerf gun. I That's might fine. make that happen. And I want a real one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you fired a gun? Oh, man, don't ask me that. I don't think I'm worried about you hitting your target. I Have am you ever? deadly with a BB gun. Have you ever fired a gun? I think so, but it's been such a long time. I you barely remember. Because you haven't, because you would know. No, I think I've done it at my uncle's property, but I don't remember what we were firing or anything. I think it was just like, How oh, we're in the you? woods. Three? Sixteen. Jeez. Yeah. That was an eternity ago. I know. I know. Lock, oh, by it? the way, I just want to set the record straight when you lie about my age that I'm not in my 60s. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, how close are you to being done, Brad? Uh, your family? Your I have, uh, man, I've got everybody in my family and my household finished. And then I've got two people that I just need to finish up for. I'm about halfway through on those. So I would say 99%. Do you ever ever have, if you like get down to, if you're too organized and you get done too soon, that you find like, you see stuff and you pick up a little extra thing. That's yeah, a problem. Like we, you, you got to you got to time it correctly. If you get your act together too soon, 
and then there's a great sale on something that you know someone would like, then you're like, well. Yep. My my problem is, is like I'll come across an item when I'm out shopping. Like I'll have my list of people that I'm shopping for, and then I'll come across something that somebody not on that list would love, and I'd be like, oh, blah, 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 would love that. And if you've got your act together quicker, then you might be inclined to be like, well, I'm done with everything. What's another 25 bucks? And you know what I do? Unless it's timely, if it's something that I have to give that year or it's perishable or something, I will hold on to that gift for another whole year. Like the Barack Obama t-shirt from China? (laughs) No, no. I got that at a Christmas gathering and then turned around and gave it to you right away. That was a quick flip. I still don't understand why you thought of me. Well, I thought you would For like a child's large (laughs) t-shirt. Here's Barack Obama on a... Army green T-shirt looking like Mao or something like that mm-hmm. with Chinese writing. That, that would only should, fit a kid. I should give this to Annie. Yeah. She would like this. I'm telling you right now that my thought process was not even that deep. It was, I, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm just going <laughs> to give it to Annie for no reason. I'm sure she knows a whole Girls lot of people who would love this. always the best gifts. Do they? All right, give them to him. He's looking forward to it. It's weird at white elephant gift exchanges what people end up wanting out of all the. Because if you do the one where you can swap it, like, oh, before I go pick up a new one, I could take somebody else's. It's weird how often the the weird junk that gets passed around many times. Because I was at one not too long ago that the thing that everybody was wanting was like toilet accessories. Like things to clean your toilet. Was with. it functional though? But it was functional. Yes. If, if if you get something in a white elephant gift exchange, if there's something in a white elephant gift exchange that you know you'll use, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, that's a fact because most of it's such garbage. Like that T-shirt you gave me mm-hmm. uh, on Yahoo Finance: Ten holiday purchases purchases worth breaking your frugal habits for. Ryan, we'll, we'll see about this. <laughs> <laughs> Quality winter apparel. Buying a good quality winter coat. I do agree that if you are willing to pay for the quality, maybe the brand, Mm -hmm. depending on what the brand is, it is going to last you much longer. Like you are going to get your money's worth on a good winter coat. I'm coming around to this idea. I almost bought one the other day, but it was the uh, brand that 20% off at Kohl's didn't apply to. And I just said, that's everything. Take it back. You have to buy like basic editions or something. What is that? Or is that Walmart? No, I know what you mean. Like, you have to buy the only the one or two brands that they're like, oh, yeah, that applies to that one. But that's it. You guys, I don't have I don't have a quality winter coat. I have a Walmart coat that I bought for the Veterans Day parade two years ago when it was really cold outside and I needed something that was longer with a hood. And I like it. It's fine. I don't wear it a whole lot. I do everything I can not to be outside when it's cold because I hate the cold. I haven't invested in that myself. But if I had to be outside a lot. I haven't worn the same coat for like twenty years. Is it a decent brand? It's it no, it's just warm. It's it's all it looks terrible and all faded. I almost bought one that made me look like Doctor Who. I like, bought yeah. you a winter coat. Where is yeah. that? What's wrong? It's with in you? my office, and it makes me look like I'm a cool. I'm a it makes you look gentleman of the night. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a gentleman. <laughs> and so I don't wear it a lot to my kids' soccer games because I got people walking up to me being like, "How much?" How much? <laughs> uh, the next one on uh, ho- holiday purchases worth breaking your frugal habits for. It says gifts that bring others joy. You shouldn't have to spend a lot of money to make your loved ones happy, but sometimes nothing beats giving a meaningful or thoughtful gift to someone, even if that gift costs a bit more money than you'd normally spend. 
Have you ever, like, the budget is $40 for the whomever group of people in your family, and you see something and it's $60, maybe it's $75, but you know, like, that's the gift that you can't wait to have be opened up Christmas, and you, you go for it. Yeah. Yes. You got to really like the person. Here's the problem. My brother is the one person who I will spend a ridiculous amount on for absolutely no reason. And I think it's because there are things that I want that I know I can't afford to buy for myself. But I'm like, oh, Nick might like a pinball machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's a vicarious living. Yeah, it is. It really is. And so I look way outside of the budget for just him. Uh, family-related travel expenses. If you live far away from your family or friends, splurging a little bit on travel-related expenses could be well worth it. Saving money you could have otherwise spent to connect with your family love or with your loved ones for the holidays probably won't ultimately make you happier. But taking that flight or drive to see them could have huge benefits for your mental health and family bonds. I like to see this. Mm-hmm. Invest in the experience of getting there. Yeah, although the experience thing is a good thing, it's also hard to use people's time. Because if you sometimes buy an experience for somebody. No, this is talking about invest, like it, during the holiday season saying, instead of saying, I'm not, I'm not going to travel to see my family because I need to save the money or I want to save the money. Oh, I see. It's, okay. it's not about the gift of the travel. It's about making the travel because the experience is actually being with your family or loved ones on the holiday. That, that's a fact. That's very true. High quality mattress. Okay. I, I, I love my mattress that I purchased. They are not paying me for this, and I have never in- endorsed them. I would love to. Kloss Furniture, which is out of Highland, Illinois. They have a Kloss Furniture in Edwardsville, and I think it was right... I, I might have been just pregnant with Evelyn. So it had been seven years ago, and maybe it was maybe it was Molly. I can't remember. I have so many kids. But I, we, we finally invested in the mattress... For us, it wasn't an inherited mattress. It wasn't a secondhand mattress. And every penny of that money that I spent, you know, you go there. I don't know what we did, but we laid on this thing and it measured. I don't know. Is it voodoo? I don't know. It worked. (laughs) I was happy to invest in it. It was expensive, but we, every single night when I crawl into my bed, I'm always like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like get in bed because it's that comfortable. Highly recommend investing in a mattress. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Do you have one that you have invested in? or? Yeah, we, we have one really nice one with like a pillow top, mm-hmm. and that was completely worth it. And then we have a guest bed that I end up sleeping on if I'm bad. One, if I'm snoring <laughs> or she's snoring or something. Yeah, if I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> if I request a machine gun for Christmas, she's like, get out. Or you start singing. This is a little off key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan, that was flat. To, with you. <laughs> to the guest room. Yeah. So we've already got we've got a good one now in the guest room too, just in case that uh, <laughs> at Christmas time the guests guests do get to sleep on, and it's it's another really good one. Man, I I don't know why because man, you come out of college. I was sleeping on one that was just on the floor. Yeah. And it was fine, but then you the get older old. you get, and you're like, wait a minute, why it, am I doing this? Hundred percent. You have a good mattress, Leah. Nope. Yeah, you're not there yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd like to be. It's just like so, it's such a game changer. When you get to the point where crawling into bed is the highlight of your day, you've reached a certain part of your life. I am happy for you, Leah, that you haven't arrived at that point I'm yet. happy to hear that you're talking about that moment of the day because I always thought it was just me. When I crawl into bed and I put the covers over, Mm-mm. I'm like, Mm-mm. Yeah. <sighs> I, there's usually a vocal acknowledgement of, yay. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
I'm uh, like thankful. I'm like, thank you, God. Yeah. High quality cookware. Cookware, utensils, and small kitchen appliances are another area worth breaking your frugal habits for. Mm-hmm. Like getting a good blender mm-hmm. or a good air fryer. Do you have an air fryer yet? Yeah, but we just don't use it. Oh, man. We use ours all the time. Yep. Specific small kitchen appliances. Is that the biggest racket there is? Yes, but sometimes they're cool. So once in a while. Like a donut maker. <laughs> a donut what maker. Do you, what do you do with that? Or a, a, one of those pe- those those tabletop pizza cookers. Pizza pizzazz. Yeah, that, that reminds that me of some old the pizza and it cooks it as it goes under the yeah. little light. Like just put like, it in oh, the oven. Wow, it cooks a pizza. But wait, it's huge. <laughs> it's the size of a pizza. I know. What but do it, you do with that? It's still. I still. Every time I see one of those things, I go. We could probably make room for that. Well, it sounded like you were re- like a DJ there. Wicka, 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 wicka. <laughs> probably make room for that. Wicka, wicka. <laughs> well, and it's, it's like how many of these different items are just the same item that's just. Just a hair different, like a panini maker yeah. is a quesadilla maker, which is also a waffle iron, and all they did was change the shape of the, the hot surface. Or the box. Brad yeah. getting into big appliance here. Big yeah. appliance. They got it. Man, they'll get you. Yeah. They, their yeah. lobby's enormous. Big Cuisinart. Yeah. Big, <laughs> durable holiday decor. Wicked, wicked. <laughs> it matters to invest in good, good holiday de- decorations that aren't going to fall apart every, this year. I have mm-hmm. some that I've invested in. That I love and adore, and then I also bought some decorations from Walmart, and they're like little picks that you put in things to just decorate all over the place. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. I do. <laughs> you do? Yeah. It's like if you have, if you put garland green, you just ask like, I yeah. bring this down to Ryan Wiggins's level. You know what garland is? I do now. Because we, expl- <laughs> we you talked about it to me. Green, so evergreen. It's not tinsel. It's garland. No, obviously. Okay. Evergreen garland. You put that out, and then you get what is called a pick. It's like a stick with some pretty stuff on the end of it. Okay. So, like a pretty stick is a pick. Correct. Or. <laughs> or, or a... No! <laughs> That's not what it is. You do not put those in your Christmas decorations. A pretty A pretty stick, stick is a pick. pick. Do I need to make another reel? No. <laughs> Why? It's What's... hard for thee to kick against the picks. <laughs> I'm just quoting the Bible. That, the Bible says goads. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what I'm, are I'm you doing, talking about? I'm, do, I'm doing King James Version. That's where it says goads. No. Thou shut up. <laughs> Stop it. And I shall. <laughs> um... Anyway, I bought some. <laughs> I bought some from Walmart and they fell apart. That's the end. This <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this took a turn Good that payoff. I can't improve upon. Uh, the last one, it, the last two, are personal development and experiences. I think that these are interesting things that you could invest in for people. Personal development. Um, I'm giving a gift that's kind of along that lines this year, which is like an opportunity to go better yourself at something that you're really into. The experience of that, or just in general, experiences, taking mm-hmm. people places and spending the time, investing in the time spent with other people. If you're still looking for that last 10% of gifts. I think it's neat that you would think to take me to the St. Louis Aquarium. I will maybe arrange for you to go. <laughs> I want to go so we can go. Okay, me and you will go. Yeah. We'll ride the wheel. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter and X, yes, no, or who's Alex Jones? You go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel in the live chat portion of today's live broadcast. You vote, you comment, results on the Annie Fry Show, and we come back. And hey, 
Stick around. You never know what's going to happen next. Elon Musk has restored controversial right-wing commentator Alex Jones's ex-account. Now, the move comes after Musk posted a poll on Saturday about whether to reinstall the InfoWars host. 70% of respondents said yes. Following that, Musk said, quote, the people have spoken, and so it shall be. As of this morning, Jones's account is back online. Is the world come? Have we burned down yet? Because Alex Jones is back on Twitter. Maybe we have. I haven't checked into Twitter. It's always a dumpster fire anyway. So who knows if it's burning hotter today? Uh, the YouTube live chat poll today is should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter slash X? Now, it's not a publicly traded company anymore. Elon Musk purchased it um, and he purchased it. What I would suggest is more in an investment in the future of 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 free speech and and American liberty and less as an investment. I don't know if he's ever going to turn this around into a profitable investment, but I hope that he is able to. Uh, here are some of the comments that we have so far from folks online. Katie says, yes, Alex Jones, American, is entitled to free speech. He is free to post on Twixter or anywhere else. People might not hear him and choose to do something unlawful, but that is not Mr. Jones's fault. Chris said, yes, Alex Jones, the, quote, conspiracy theorist, Deserves to be heard. Is he perfect? No. Uh, Jackie said, I love it and voted for Alex Jones to be reinstated on Twitter. People really need to reassess what they focus on. Paul said, uh, but Elon owns it. He can do what he wants with Twitter. So I guess he is saying, um, you know, Alex Jones be Alex Jones. Elon Musk gets to do and say what he wants because he owns it. Bobo says, I voted yes in the poll. If terrorist groups are allowed, so should Alex Jones. Isn't it amazing to think about, like, who world <laughs> leaders are on Twitter? And it's like, but not Alex Jones. The, the yeah. Ayatollah yes. of Iran is on Twitter. Like, no, you couldn't have had Alex Jones on there. You also couldn't have Donald Trump on there either. That's correct. Wait. Wow. What what just happened to my mic? It's like it just I went away. I, I wanted to know if you short circuited. I thought it was no, my I, headphones. I didn't touch anything. I thought the same thing. I was like, what? What do you guys think? Of, I have. Have you looked at the results at all? No, I haven't. Anybody? Uh. Uh-uh. Predict. Uh, I'm gonna say that 30 percent of people say who's Alex Jones, and 60 percent say yes, and 10 percent say no. 60% of our audience, you think, will say yes. What yes. percent say yes? I think it's going to be higher. I think it's going to be like 70 or 75% are going to say yes. He should be reinstated. I also think that it's only going to be about 4 or 5% that say who is Alex Jones, and then whatever the math works out to be, the rest will be no. Leah, any predictions? No. I'm curious to see how many people don't know who Alex Jones is. Well, let's get to the results of today's YouTube live chat poll. Should Alex Jones be permitted on platforms like Twitter or X? You have three options. Yes, no, or who's Alex Jones? Uh, with over 200 votes in today's poll, 23% of you said no. Interesting. 26% said who's Alex Jones. And 51% say yes, he should be. That's way off. <laughs> huh? You never know. I When I ask these, I don't always know how they're going to shake out. And if I ask the poll and I immediately know how the poll is gonna end up i don't ask it that way so one out of every four people listening to the show don't know who he is yeah that doesn't surprise me no he's been gone for a while yeah you you do have to seek him out right well that up was, until today that was the intent yeah the idea that he was not to be consumed by the american public he was too dangerous for the american public to consume what he had to say they've done the same thing to a former president of the united states that is unbelievable when you take 10 steps back from looking over the status 
of our country and you look at how insane we are on so many different levels right now, it's jarring. And you got to ask yourself, how could anybody look at the situation right now, how divisive it is, how angry it is, and go, this is great. You got to think that they'd want something different. I pray that they they vote so. All right, stick around. It's the Mark Reardon Show on 97.1 FM Talk in just a few minutes. Don't go away. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 